where's the best place to buy tires? Where's the best repair shop for my hybrid? Questions about your car? Drive into Dobbs. With more than 40 locations, our team of technicians will get the job done right the first time. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Cheap, cheap, fun, fun. Spring is in the air and Dirt Cheap is in your neighborhood ready to deliver the perfect drinks to your doorstep. That's right. All of Dirt Cheap's convenient locations now offer delivery of their wide selections of beers, wines, and all the spirits you need. And if you're like me, nothing hits better in the springtime than a nice weeded bourbon. Ask the friendly staff at Dirt Cheap about their selection of weeders like Maker's Mark, Larceny, and so many others. Download the Dirt Cheap app and order curbside or delivery. Have fun, but be careful out there. time for the Rutherford Report on 101 ESPN. Anything you folks want to know about the fascinating world of pro hockey, here we go. It's Fastlane on 101 ESPN. Jamie Rivers, Anthony Stalter. Let's head to our celebrity line. We have Jeremy Rutherford on the line. He's our Blues Insider with The Athletic. What's up, JR? Oh, not too much. Uh, just a second here. My wife's talking. Beep. Oh, JR. Oh, come JR. on. Don't. I know you don't mean that. And yeah. I've met your wife. She's, She's an incredible woman. And she could probably kick your ass. Oh, there's no question about that. Yeah. And the, the tough part is I saw her just back out of the driveway and go down the street, so I know she's listening. So. Oh, wow. and she probably tweeted, she's like, I can't wait to hear what my right. husband says on the radio. <laughs> we're going to hear a screech of tires here in a second. Yeah. She'll be like, I'm back. <laughs> and we're just going to guess what happens as we listen to your audible screams. Anyways, uh, hey, JR, you, you, you observed what Doug Armstrong did at the deadline during the hockey season. How do, how do you think uh, Mo did as a seller for his deadline? Yeah, I was I was watching, paying attention. You know, it was kind of slow there for a while, but, you know, talking to GMs like Doug Armstrong for so many years, you understand a couple things, and the number one is that it's a deadline league, right? So you wait until the last minute to kind of make those trades. Teams want to see who's available, and, you know, started to, domino started to fall with uh, Verlander, and, so finally they get the Flaherty deal done. And, you know, from my perspective, looks like they did okay. They did what they had to do, right? You never know about these young prospects. So it's just weird for me as a Blues writer for the last 20 years to actually watch the Cardinals have to do that. Yeah, good call on that. Yeah, absolutely. And they hope to never do it again. Yeah, no kidding. JR, uh, I don't think we've talked since the Vladimir Tarasenko signing. So just – your initial thoughts on how all of that went down and then your thoughts on the reports that he turned down um, other deals and basically ended up with a one-year deal. Yeah, a couple things. First of all, I, I really am surprised that he wound up in Ottawa. And I do understand that that was kind of the, the trail to follow early on. Ottawa was one of the first teams mentioned. I just didn't think that Tarasenko and his family would eventually settle in Ottawa. I did think wherever he went, it would probably be a one-year deal, and I think that's the case because of the cap right now. Uh, you know, it's only going up a million dollars. It's going to go up four or five million in the next couple of years. You'd kind of be silly to sign a four or five-year deal, I think, because you're probably uh, shortchanging yourself some money. You know, that said, you'll be a year older next year. Can you get another four or five-year deal? Maybe not. But I think going to a team like Ottawa, he can put up some points, he can score some goals, and he's likely to get a two, three, four-year deal probably somewhere else uh, next year. Jamie, I don't know how you read it, but the fact that he turned down a four-year offer at 5.5 to stay in Ottawa for the four years, you know, speaks to me, him signing the one-year deal, that he didn't want to be there long-term. 
Yeah, it's it's either that or he believes his value is greater and yeah. feels like he's going to get a chance to get right back to negotiating after one year. And, and I, I think that knowing Vladdy, I think that's the latter. I think he still believes in himself quite a bit, and I think he was a little bit ticked off that maybe some of the longer, bigger offers weren't brought his way this year. Right, and there were other offers, and I actually do have some reports on some numbers for those offers. Uh, in fact, in Florida, I keep writing lowball offer, uh, and people are asking me, well, how lowball are you talking? You know, I heard the offer in Florida, they don't have a lot of cap room, was $800,000 to come down and play for the Panthers next year. Also, uh, Vegas had an offer from Vegas, $2 million for next season. Obviously, they're having cap trouble too, but that's a team where you could have went in and scored some goals and probably built up your resume and show people that you can play and get a bigger deal. Uh, next year and then also san jose and i think that was in the range of five million for one year so he settles in at five million uh, with ottawa i'd be surprised if he signs long term there but he's going to have a chance like you said to show how proud he is and put himself back on the map next summer so jr not a lot going on right now in the national hockey league but what do you think is next for the blues when it comes to uh next season gearing up uh, finalizing whatever, you know, do they have to finalize anything when it comes to uh, any of their, their their minor league stuff, anything like that? What's next step when it comes to the, the Blues calendar? No, not really. Uh, everything's pretty well wrapped up uh, with that Toropchenko signing. He was a restricted free agent, so they get him for two years, and so that took care of everybody on the roster. So I always preface an answer like this by saying, barring anything unforeseen, we saw the trade for Justin Falk a few years ago that came uh, late, uh, actually, kind of early into training camp, um, so that was uh, that was late. Uh, so anything can happen at any time. But in terms of things that we know that are coming up, the Blues are going to switch gears this year. You guys might be familiar with they've been going to Traverse City, Michigan, for years and years for their rookie tournament. They're going to mix it up. They've decided to branch off. They're going to play with uh, Chicago and Minnesota and uh, another team, and, and they're going to do kind of uh, move the tournament around each year. So I think maybe we'll see this tournament out at Centene in the future. And, and so these rookie players for these four organizations, including the Blues, that's going to start up this year. I believe it's in Minnesota. So the Blues uh, young kids will be up in uh, in St. Paul uh, early September, and then you get ready for the main camp. So, you know, nothing out of the ordinary other than the switching of that tournament. JR, um, you talk about the roster being set and that they, you know, there was a late move last time with Justin Falk and whatnot. I've seen a few rumor mills kind of kicking around, and I just didn't know maybe if you had heard anything about it, but they're talking about Marco Scandella could potentially still be on the move that, you know, not that Army's actively shopping him, but certainly he'd look for a trade. Have you heard anything to that? Again, it's just a rumor. Yeah, just a rumor. But, yeah, I mean, you you hear a little bit of scuttlebutt about Scandella, and I think it's because – you're looking at eight defensemen on one-way contracts and a ninth one if you include Callie Rosen. After the way Rosen played last year, Riv, you know, how do you send them down and keep them in, in uh, Springfield even though you're likely to have injuries? I think they need to make room for Tyler Tucker. I think they need to make room for uh, Scott Perinovich. I think they need in this retool to have those guys in the lineup. So does it make sense to play a Scandella in the last year of a contract ahead of those guys. To me, it doesn't. It also frees up some cap room. The Blues are just a cookie and a lemonade away from the $83.5 million salary cap right now, and and Marco checking in at about 3.275. You know, that's a a number that they could move. So to me, that makes all the sense in the world if you can find a taker for Marco Scandella. All right, JR. Good luck. 
Why don't you pad your living room before the wife gets back Put the helmet home? helmet on. And uh, just get prepared, okay? We'll let you go. Yeah. Yeah, thanks for the warning, guys. You guys uh, have lived stuff. this before, so you know what I'm talking about. No, 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 no. No, absolutely oh, not. Nope. Oh, boy. Right, She's home. Yep. See you, Jar. Right, bye. There's Jeremy Rutherford, our Blues Insider, with The Athletic here <laughs> on 101 ESPN. All in good fun.